Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Steven here, and Jason is back from Australia. Oh, I might. <laughs> and uh, it's been a little while, but um, we're back in the studio. We're bringing you a new episode, and today we're going to do The Professional, directed by Luc Besson, 1994, Columbia Pictures. Um, great movie starring uh, Jean Reno, Gary Oldman, and a very young Natalie Portman. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a great movie. Watched it today. Love it just as much as I did when I first saw it. Maybe even a little bit more. Um, a lot of great stuff in there. A lot of weird stuff, too. Yeah, you brought that up when we were talking about Jean Reno before. Apparently, um, well, we'll get into it when we when we get into it. I don't think it's that weird, but because of what I've heard about it outside of the movie, I, I understand what you're saying. But anyway, let's start at the beginning like we always do and uh, talk about when we first saw this movie or first remember seeing it. Um, yeah, the first time, I want to say high school. Okay. Um, from my brother, um, uh, recommended this movie. He re- like he he recommended a, a good amount of movies. Um, that w- we've done here actually. Mm-hmm. Um, this was definitely one. Um, I remember. I think I got the DVD. I watched it. I thought I was sick. You know, of course, the action part, but there's really not that much action in the movie. Yeah, there really isn't. I it's was, like the I was, beginning and the end. I was noticing yeah. that it's really more of the story about like this guy yeah. who befriends this little girl mm-hmm. and like their kind of relationship and how they're kind of both growing up together a yeah. little bit. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. And and even at that age, I you know, I was like really interested, really drawn in, really like like. You know, I wasn't like, when's the killing going to start again? Yeah. You know, it was, it's, it's compelling enough for you yeah. to be interested in the story without. Um, and you know, that. and I haven't seen this movie that many times. Yeah. I, I can, I, I, I don't think I've seen it more than 10 times. Okay. But it's still a good amount. Every time I've watched it, I've always just, am like just pulled in more and more. And this last time was probably one of the most impactful times I've seen it. Yeah. Because it's been a few years mm-hmm. uh, since I last saw it, so yeah. But it's it's a great movie. Um, I don't know if I would recommend my nephew to watch this. Why at thirteen? Why? I don't know. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> okay. Um. So for me, I didn't see this movie in theater. I think I saw it at a friend's house, the same friend that I used to watch Desperado at. Um, and immediately when I saw it, I was like, fuck, this is really cool. And this is post Phantom Menace. So I'm probably like 10 or 11 when I mm-hmm. see this movie. Um, and I immediately went like, I was because of Phantom Menace, I was in love with Natalie Portman. And then I went back to see this movie. I was like, oh shit, she's in this. This is fucking cool. And then obviously she gives a pretty good performance in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so you I even as a young kid, I remember seeing like how because in Phantom Menace nobody's really that good in that movie, but seeing her in this movie, I was like, oh shit, she could like really really act. And then Dude, I, a, I, I had amazing. I, I had seen her in um, Garden State. In no, this is this is before this uh, Mars Attacks and like uh, Heat, but she has such a small role that I didn't really oh you know heat, yeah yeah I wasn't really like oh she's a great actress or whatever, but um. Yeah, when I saw this movie, I was just immediately like, holy shit, man, this movie. And you're right. Growing up thinking about this movie, I always thought about like how 
fucking the action and the shooting and everything mm-hmm. but there's really not Mm-mm. a whole lot of that in this no. movie um but i always remembered it that way i always remember like oh this is one of the coolest action movies ever yeah. and then just uh remembering and this is at the time when i have no idea who gary oldman is but i've seen him in a million different things and like i just remember him in this movie being like oh shit that guy's fucking crazy so you hadn't seen dracula yet no i had seen dracula when we talked about dracula i told you i didn't know i saw dracula i I saw saw dracula i saw fifth element i saw this movie i saw true romance but it wasn't until hannibal when my mom was like, oh, that's Gary Oldman. I was like, who the fuck's Gary Oldman? She's mm. like, oh, he's this guy. I was like, that's all oh, the that... same dude? Oh, yeah, yeah, That's, yeah, like afterwards. Yeah. But, yeah, I I just, I remember just being like, man, that guy's fucking crazy yeah. in this movie. Um, and he, like. He's a sick fuck. As, as over the top as he is in this movie, I still, I love it. Oh, I love he's it. awesome, dude. But, um, yeah, I, I definitely saw this one on VHS first. <clears> and then once I got into high school. And was able to buy my own movies and everything like that. I'd watch this over and over again. Just, it's just it. It's really really cool, and it's reminiscent of another film that I really really like. Um, that we'll, we could talk about a little bit later when we get into more of the story and everything. But um, yeah, it was fucking awesome movie, and I'll, I'll always go back to this one. Mm-hmm. If anybody's ever not seen, it, I'm always like, oh, dude, you got to see. This oh movie. yeah, it's it's, it's yeah. fantastic. But yeah, that's uh, that's where we were when we first saw the movie. When you when you talk about this movie or when you say the name of this movie, do you always say Leon? The no, professional? I call it the professional. Me too. Yeah, because it it was called the professional, and I think they changed it during the marketing, like uh-huh. for like VHS and everything. Yeah. I don't I don't know. Because Chris, you know Chris. Yeah. I was like, oh yeah, he's like, what movie are you guys doing next? I was like, oh, the professional. He's like, Leon, the professional. I was like, just no, the it's the professional. <laughs> yeah. When I saw like, it, it was the professional. Yeah. yeah. And then, like, DVD release, it was just Leon the Professional. It's yeah. like, dude, you don't need all that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he could, I mean, the guy could have actually went fucking maybe unnamed in the movie. It could have been one of those yeah, movies yeah, where like, they like Drive they never or, say yeah, his name. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Could've, they could have done that. Um, but, yeah, uh, like we said, that's where we were when we first saw this movie. So let's get into the cast a little bit. We talked about Luc Besson on um, the Fifth Element podcast because he directed this movie as well. Um, the stuff that you're talking about, the weird stuff. So, I always like to separate the art from the artists. I love this movie. I love yeah, Fifth Element. I, I love it too. Um, but apparently, in in uh, earlier drafts of the script, Leon and Matilda had like a like sexual relationship going on. And for those of you who haven't seen this movie, Leon is like a dude in his like late 30s, early 40s, and Matilda's like. I think like 12. 12 in this movie um and there are vibes of that but more co- not from him at all like i i, I felt for one part well one part after she tells him uh she loves him and then he leaves he closes the door he's walking and then he like gets weak and like, oh yeah I, I i saw that part he's and like, oh. <laughs> i don't think it's like oh my god i'm i think it is i don't think i don't think that um uh-huh. I really, I really don't think that. I wrote that. I actually wrote that that part down. I feel like he's like, "What the fuck am I doing? Like, I have this young girl, and now she's fucking falling in love with me, and all this shit, whatever. Mm. Like, I got to figure out how to get the fuck out of here, or like do something. I don't think it's like, oh my god, I'm falling in love with her too, or whatever. I don't know. It's weird. I don't think in any other part of the movie he That's displays the only that part. that displays that kind of yeah. intention at all. Um, 
I think that's Luke Besson trying to throw that in there. Because probably, the, probably. The well, early no, draft. That's why I'm saying the early yeah. draft. The early drafts had that in there, and I, the studios were just like, "That we're not going to do this. Oh, we can't no. do that. There's no fucking way that anybody's going to make this movie. And even if they did make it, nobody would want to watch it because mm-hmm. it's fucking crazy. Anyway, um, yeah. So that's the whole Luke Besson thing. Um, it's pretty weird. Apparently, he had like a really young girlfriend in France at at one point. Uh, I don't know how young. I don't think it was like twelve years, but it 13. was still like <laughs> I don't know. But it was still in a an inappropriate relationship from s- stuff that I've heard on the internet and stuff. I right. can, I can't right. I can neither confirm or, or deny that mm-hmm. stuff being true. But there's just a lot of buzz behind that. But regardless, I think that the way the relationship between them turned out in the movie and in the script. Um, it works for me. Uh, like I said, I, I personally, I think maybe because I saw it when I was a young kid, um, and I was just not thinking like, oh, this old dude wants to like I, hook up with this little I girl. I never thought that as a kid. Watching yeah, it. yeah. I, and so now, and then when I see, um, I mean, we could talk about Jean Reno in this movie. He's fantastic in yeah. it. Uh, this is like probably like his best role, I want to say. I agree. Um, he's been in a bunch of other stuff, uh, but he had a really big 90s. So he did this in 1994. We talked about him in Mission Impossible in 1996. He works with uh, Robert De Niro and Ronin in 1998, yeah, and then he's also in Godzilla in 1998. Mm-hmm. And um, he's great in all those movies, uh, and he's been in uh, so many other movies, so many others. But I think the 90s and these movies are probably like his biggest his biggest hits. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, the character he plays in this movie, he's like he's a grown man, but there's something childlike about oh, yeah. him. Especially, he didn't have know, a childhood. He can't read. You um, can tell. I'm always thinking like, was he ex-military? And like he kind of yeah. has always just been told, and that's why he's like super regimented in this movie. Mm-hmm. It's gotta be. Um, and then he look meets, how he dresses. Yeah, and then he meets this young girl who's like <laughs> giving him like a, he says, you know, you gave me a, a taste for life, like because I'm I'm assuming his entire life has been full of like either like war torn shit or like pain and like he's got to kill people Mm -hmm. kill to survive and this girl comes into his life and shows him like what it is to have levity and just be Mm -hmm. happy just in in these little moments and i think he he plays a role beautifully like he's he's really really good and you get the sense that um you know you get that sense from him early on in the movie when he's going to see you know those old time musicals and everything yeah and that's kind of the only time that he has to himself and Every other time when anybody talks to him, he's always going to be very mm. like astute and serious and everything. That and the plant are like the two things that give him joy. Yeah, yeah, those and, are the, <laughs> the only the only two things. Yeah, and uh, which I love that relationship he has with the plant. With just the plant. Yeah, like, he's like he will die trying to save that. Fucking yeah, thing. It's, it's great. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think I think he plays the role beautifully in this movie, and he just seems like such a like big brother father type figure to Matilda, which is why I never really like bought into the whole like oh he's in love with her thing or mm-hmm. whatever he loves her obviously yeah. he tells her he does and yeah. everything but i think it's much more of like a a, a care caretaker father type yeah type scenario because he probably never got that shit yeah you definitely know? um and then next up obviously this is the first time we're ever talking about natalie portman who is probably one of the best actresses out there yeah. today um she started early. I think she's supposed to be 12 in this movie, but I think she's like 9 in real life. Holy uh, shit. I think she's yeah, I think she's younger than she she is in this Dude, movie. She is so good and just so mature. Yeah. And the way she delivers her lines, I'm like, "Holy shit." There's fuck, some part there's some parts that I was like tripping uh tripping on like 
for instance, for instance, when when he goes outside to tell her not to talk to that boy, oh, yeah. and she's like, okay. Okay, oh, yeah, and she's yeah. looking at him, and then the next scene's like, "Oh, I think I'm in love with you." Yeah, but like th- that scene, looking at her, like looking at her, she's listening to him, but she's got all these ideas in her head mm-hmm. about like, "Oh, this guy loves me, and I'm in yeah. love with him, and all this shit or whatever." I was just like, "Dude, for uh, such a young actress so to be able to like yeah. pull that like little like for me to get that out of that young of an actress." Mm-hmm. Just I'm like, dude, she's like super good in this movie, yeah. and then she's really good in everything else she does. Um, even the small parts, like we said, she's in Heat, uh, 1995, and she does Mars Attacks, 1996. Um, and then the big one for her, like, she's already pretty pretty famous by this point, but then she, um, stars in Star Wars: The Phantom Menace, in 1999. Um, that was a big one. Anywhere but here in 1999 with. Uh, Susan Sarandon, which is a it's a good coming of age movie. Where the heart is in two thousand uh, in the year two thousand, um, she stars in that movie with Ashley Judd. She has like a baby in a Walmart. Mm, and, I um, heard of that one. It's a good movie. Then she takes like a lot of different roles. Um, she's doing she's doing all the Star Wars at this point, and then she does a movie called Closer in two thousand four with Jude Law and Julie Roberts and Clive Owen. That one. I remember seeing it and just being like, holy shit. Not only is she like one of the most beautiful actresses in the world, oh, but she's yeah. just so good at what she's doing. And she's got range, man. Oh, She'll dude, romantic yeah, yeah. Romantic comedy. Yeah, yeah. Serious. Um, she uh, does Black Swan oh, in yeah. 2010, and she wins the Oscar for that. And I think everybody, once they saw that movie, they're like, oh, it's hers for the taking. Like, there's nobody else that's going to be her this year. Yeah. And then the following year, she joins the Marvel Universe in Thor, and she's in the second Thor, and then she was recently in the most new one. And in between there, she's just a bunch of different movies. V for Vendetta. She plays Jackie O at one point. Wow. Um, the other Bowling Girl. Just so many mm-hmm. different movies, so many different characters. Got little cameos in some movies like fucking Zoolander. And uh, one that I really liked of hers was Annihilation, that she, oh, yeah. when she worked with uh, Alex Sincere. Garland. Really, really good. Uh, just, just in a bunch of movies. Just really, really Garden great actress. Garden State is I another one. That, that, that one, I was already in love with her. And then you really? in, 2000, in 2003. <laughs> I'll die for you. In 2003, Garden State, I was just like melt like melting yeah, dude. and then and then she's become kind of the prototype of like a manic pixie dream girl in mm-hmm. that movie. So, kind of like annoyingly so. Mm-hmm. Like after that you get fucking like i don't know like zoe deschanel and yeah. 500 days of summer and yeah. stuff like that but it's never it never <coughs> reached such great heights if you don't mind the pun um of garden state did you ever see hesher i have seen hesher yeah you her like that one? gordon levitt yeah it's a good movie i like it's that good one movie too. uh i love me some jgl um but yeah that's that's nelly poorman she's fantastic in this movie um, if you like her and you've never seen this movie before, will will she blow your socks off in okay. this role as such such a young actress? Um, then after that, we have the man, Mr. Gary Oldman, who we've talked about extensively during the Dracula. Let, let me just say this, and if you don't know who the fuck this guy is, just 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 don't even yeah don't even just. <laughs> I mean, you should if you like movies. Yeah, he um, you should know who who he is by now. Burst on the scene like a fucking madman. Um, Sid and Nancy, Dracula, which we've done. Yeah. Um, 
True Romance, which there's the the the, that the, guy? the Jamaican guy, yes. or like the white Jamaican guy. I didn't in this movie. think of that. I, I was like, noticed that we were, before. We were watching, and I was like, white Jamaican guy or <laughs> white guys that want to be Jamaican. Willie, is yeah, real big in the nineties. Oh yeah, dude. Um, yeah, he plays he plays a character in True Romance, <laughs> and then he's in this movie. Um, obviously, he's fucking Jean Baptiste Emmanuel Zorg in and yeah. Luc Besson's The Fifth Element. And he's like we I mentioned Hannibal. He's in that yeah. one. Um, I think his first real vibe for an Oscar nom was uh, Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. Um, great uh, spy espionage movie. Um, obviously, he played Commissioner Gordon in the Dark Knight trilogy. Mm-hmm. And then he finally won uh, the Oscar for Best Actor in uh, 2019 Dark- in The Darkest, Darkest Hour, Hour, I believe. Yeah. Um, famously played uh, Mankiewicz in the movie Mank. Um, about the writing of uh, Citizen Kane, fucking fantastic film. Should have won Best Picture, in my opinion, but that's uh, <laughs> that's all done with. But yeah, uh, Gary Oldman in this in this movie just absolutely fantastic. Um, then we got uh, then we got uh, oh uh, just a few others that I want to mention really quickly. Uh, Danny Aiolo, oh Aiolo, yeah. who plays Tony. He's in a bunch of shit. Uh, he's in this crazy movie that I think you should watch uh, called Hudson Hawk with Bruce Willis. I put it on one day just because hmm. I wanted to watch something with Bruce Willis in it, and it was fucking bonkers and ridiculous. That was in 1991, a couple years before that. He's in Do the Right Thing, um, Spike Lee Joint, which is a great movie. He's been in so many different things, though. Moonstruck. Jacob's Ladder. Uh, Jacob's Ladder, Harlem Nights. Oh, just just so much different things once upon a time in america uh he's fucking lou from uh fight Club. oh yeah i'm fucking lou sign on the bar says lou's bar i'm fucking lou he's in godfather too yeah i believe so uh dude he's in a bunch of shit but yeah he he's uh got a small part in this movie but he's, he's great he's, man, re- he's really song. great yeah um do you ever feel like uh like he's gonna fuck him over at any moment like Tony's like just like always kind of. Well, I mean, he couldn't. Know? He he really didn't have any other choice but to get killed in this movie. But I I do I do feel like that, especially when he gives her the line at the end is like, yeah. oh, except banks get knocked off yeah. all the, all the time. Nobody knocks off old, old Tony. Tony yeah. It's like he's blowing smoke up your ass. Yeah. He's like, to take care of your money, but only to an extent. Mm-hmm. You know. I don't know. I always have this tinge of where I don't trust him. You know. Yeah. He, you know what? Yeah, because when, when whenever he's whenever Leon's asking about his money, he's kind of yeah. just like yeah. trying to hold on to it as I'm long like, as he can. Fuck! How much money of his money have you spent already, you cocksucker? <laughs> you <know? laughs> the, the only other person that I wanted to mention was uh, Michael Badaluco. Uh He's been in a bunch of stuff. He plays Matilda's dad. He was on this show called The Practice that I remember being on TV. Um, oh, brother, what art thou? Where art thou? Uh, just a bunch of stuff in the '90s. But uh, yeah. That's pretty much the cast. Everybody else is kind of like low grade in this movie. I feel like no shade, but there's not a whole lot of uh, yeah. of, of other talking roles for uh, this for this movie or anything else. What what stood out to you this time around when you're watching it? What stood out to me? Yeah, you're watching this movie this time around. I don't know. It's really off putting, like how they focus in on Matilda and like they focus in on her stomach when she's talking about it. it's like. You know, you feel it. He goes, how do you know you're in love? You've never felt it before. I just feel it. Like, it's down in my stomach, and the camera's focusing it. I'm like, ugh. Like, that shit makes me uncomfortable, man. Like, yeah? Yeah. I, I don't like that. Like, 
I feel like if you don't sexualize her, it shouldn't be that big of a problem. I'm not sexualizing her, but the camera's fucking doing it for me. Have you never seen a child's stomach in a movie before? But the way that they're... uh, It's just weird, dude. The only the only time I think it's weird, and I just think the character's fucking weird, is when she's talking to like the fucking receptionist dude at the hotel. Yes, yeah. I'm like at that point, I'm like, dude, she's fucking nuts. Yeah, like yeah. she's she's kind of gone crazy at yeah. this point, which is understandable. She saw her fucking family get murdered and everything, but yeah, is that why? Is that why you're like, oh, I don't think I'd show this to my yeah. nephew. I don't know. Yeah, but maybe I'm just being extra. But I don't know. I I feel like you are. Yeah, but. That's that's just like it doesn't stop me from watching the movie. I, I'll watch it again and again, you yeah, know, yeah, in the yeah. future. But yeah, like when I, f- I think what happened was when I found out the stuff or when I read the stuff about the director Luke Besson, yeah, and then watched the movie. Then I was started seeing it. I started like, I don't know. Yeah, well, that's the whole separating the art from the artist thing. I know, but it, like I started to pick up on it. I was like, oh, you bat, you fucking <laughs> sick fuck, like. What are you doing, man? And then I was like, what does Natalie Portman think about this now, looking back? She's talked about it, I yeah. think. I think, um, I don't I don't know specifically about about uh, Luke Besson, but I think she's mentioned that she was, like, sexualized from a very early age, which I think happens to, like, pretty much all really young actresses. Mm-hmm. Um, very young. Look at fucking, uh, like, Millie Bobby Brown or Sadie Sink now from Stranger Things. I feel like there's this huge, like, online presence where they're like oh who are they dating or like mm-hmm. blah 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 yeah. she's friends with drake and all this all this yeah. stuff um which is unfortunate um but yeah i feel like it happens a lot to like young actresses and not so much young actors really like most of the time it's just like mm-hmm. just the young women which sucks yeah um but yeah i believe she has talked about that before is there anything that you actually enjoyed watching this time so we could get off the whole child molestation part of the podcast i love this movie okay all right it's just i wasn't sure for a second one of the things that i you know i can't help but uh but notice but yeah i mean i'm just like you know when i'm watching i think of okay she's just a little girl she's smitten by this man like he saved her life like she doesn't know and it's whatever like then i move on but you know anyway i i love this fucking movie i love uh leon like i love just anytime he talks it sounds like a fucking his his voice is like like you know you know sometimes when you're like when you have a cold or like you've lost your voice a little bit yeah and your voice sounds kind of cooler like uh-huh. it sounds cool yeah yeah i sounded like, like that when i had covid yeah uh-huh. like Leon has that voice all the time. All the time. And, like, I wish I had that voice like that. Like, you know, uh, uh, stop saying okay all the time. Okay? Like, okay. Okay. But, like, I don't know. I just love when he talks. Even though, at times, it's a little hard to understand what he's saying. Yeah. Because it just sounds like one long... Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But um, I just love him. I love how, like, he's a man of few words. Uh-huh. You know? But when he speaks, he speaks with, with yeah. truth and intent. Yeah, and uh, I love his high water pants. Yeah, it's a his it's, Michael it's Jackson. A, look. It's it's a look. It's a look for sure. Uh, he's just a very old school guy. Yeah, very um, minimalistic. Um, I started noticing all that shit. The the 
the, the cases he carries around. Like, yeah, everything's yeah. really old. Looks like it's from, like, the 40s and shit. Yeah, like, those things have been passed down yeah, to him or something. Yeah, yeah. Maybe uh, he comes from a long line of, of contract killers. He might have, yeah, yeah. he might have. Um all right, well what are what what are your what do you got for like best scenes in the Oh when uh when he takes out that um the the opening scene when he takes out the whole that whole team of guys. Oh yeah, that, yeah. that part's great. Um But real quick, yes. I just looked at my notes. What the other thing that I noticed is that this movie is really really going along the path of like a samurai kung fu like you know asian you know martial arts how do you how do you figure like him like him being so so like by the book there's details he has his rules he He, he doesn't he doesn't waver from it yeah um i know that's like in other things you know with contract killers Yeah, yeah yeah i think when she comes into the picture it's a very like like martial artsy kung fu type thing where he's got to protect her now yeah yeah and and um i think with the music in that first scene it reminded me of like an old samurai movie um that that stood out to me i wouldn't be surprised if the the director is a fan of those i'm sure he is oh yeah you know pretty sure and um yeah that that scene that scene was really cool i was watching it and just like laughing at some of the stuff it's it's very 90s for sure mm-hmm. um but it's sh- it's shot pretty well and yeah. i love how he kind of just is killing people kind of off camera yeah, a little bit and they're it. just they're kind of finding the bodies almost like a like a serial killer yeah yeah i love the guy trying to get the last bit of cocaine off the yeah. table just, <laughs> yeah if i'm gonna go out yeah, I gotta i'm be, going to be super super coked out um never pays off to be a fat guy in crime no that dude's so sweaty but that guy plays being terrified so fucking good <laughs> yeah. dude <laughs> yeah like oh man breathing like james gandolfini yeah right? i was watching him i was like holy shit this guy's good man. um right away i noticed you, you mentioned the music uh i was like oh this music's very fifth the, element. yeah i wrote that too and yeah. uh it's it's done by eric sarah who same, um same who dude. did the okay. who did the composition for for fifth element as well i didn't even look it up because that's how confident i was no it it, it really sounds it's like got this like because they have the like the like the strings later on but the beginning it's it sounds very industrial Mm -hmm. like like futuristic kind of stuff but uh i noticed that in the beginning but yeah just just the whole the whole uh beginning scene of him killing everybody and then you know him coming out of the shadows, holding the knife up to that dude's neck, and then mm-hmm. just disappearing back into the darkness. Dope. Just really, really cool. And that guy's just dude knows how close he was to just getting fucking mm-hmm. killed. And the prostitute comes out. Dude, what's up with her hair? <laughs> what is up with her hair? I was like writing down notes while the beginning, and I forgot she looked like that. Like, mm-hmm. it it's. I'll, so, I'll call you later. Honey. I mean. I know she's a prostitute, but I don't know that hair. She could she could have done something better with it. The whole the whole uh, murder scene in the apartment. Oh, dude, which is bad. But this, when we first get introduced to Gary Oldman, what a way! Uh, yeah, that's the only way. It's insane for them he, to introduce. Yeah, him. he's you know one of the best guys to get to play as a villain in anything, <laughs> and boy, does he go like all out. You think that's his favorite kind of roles? Probably. I feel He's like a so lot of act, a lot of actors say playing the villains usually more fun than anything else. That's what they say in wrestling. 
Um, WWE. It's yeah, always def- fun to play the the, the, the heel. heel. Yeah. Um, I love, I love the when Leon comes back and Matilda asks him, "Is life always as hard, or oh, just yeah. when you're a kid?" And he's like, "Always oh, like this." Yeah. <laughs> I I love that part. Did you notice? Oh, this is what also stood out. Man, it's all coming to me now as we're going through the movie. Yeah. When she's asking him to open the door, does it not remind you of when Lee Lu's like, please? Oh, you know what? Hell. Uh, it's was, the same song. I, w- I, wasn't, like. I wasn't thinking that. It does sound like the same song. Yeah. I wasn't thinking about that, but Jerry was downstairs while I was watching that part, and he started repeating that. Yeah, he dude, I, that. I couldn't help it. I was like, please. Yeah, it's just it's just it, Matilda goes downstairs to go get her groceries. Yeah. She's getting milk for Leon as well, mm-hmm. and obviously, dude. The uh, well, before all that, when they introduced Gary Oldman, and it was like, ah, oh, he, he doesn't like to be disturbed when he's listening to his music. And then, oh, dude, yeah. the whole like how close he gets to oh, that dude, dude. He's like <laughs> sniffing him, and he's just like putting his face on him and everything, like he's like uh. hugging a puppy or whatever. And that guy's just like. Oh, what's happening? Like what's he's happening heard about this right? dude, yeah. you know? Like he's like he finally is this close to me. And then yeah, the next morning, how fu- like dude, like they're supposed to have dropped drugs off there a couple months ago, and then they come back and the drugs are not cutting one hundred percent pure. It's like I don't know. It's like dude, they know you fucking took the yeah. drugs. Oh, yeah. Like how fucking stupid do you think yeah. they are? And then dude, like when he's like he wakes up like all scared and then immediately goes in the bathroom and he's like trying to bang his wife he's like I think I messed up this time <laughs> blah blah just like dude what a scumbag dude super scumbag got man. a whole ass family and he's like, like he's like smacking Matilda in the yeah. face and everything it's just it's it just makes it so that you really don't feel bad for these people no. especially like the older sister beating up Matilda and like everything that's kind of funny that her name is Matilda and her family sucks just like the movie that, Matilda that's what that's what when the movie was over Jerry was like oh uh, Matilda's a sequel that's what happens to her in the school <laughs> with all that crazy shit um, but yeah uh, it's it's a, just a gnarly scene when he first meets them and then when they come back none of those dudes also i feel like seem like they've ever done anything like this no, they they're all, all seem scared like really scared yeah. and everything the only person oh, yeah. that rushes in there is gary oldman yeah and he's just fucking killing everybody Dude. um i feel like if you would have saw a little kid he would have killed a little kid oh, yeah. too yeah. but he was under the bed um i love his his uh his whole bit to the guy and he's like telling him you don't like beethoven yeah you're more of a Mozart, Mozart guy. Yeah. That's why I stopped. Dude, just so crazy. He's so crazy. Or when, like before when he's walking up to the door, he's like, I love these quiet moments before the storm. Mm. It's like when you put your head to the ground, you can hear the insects. Dude. Just so nuts. Just so nuts in this movie. Um, but yeah, obviously all that killing goes on. When Matilda comes back up, I mean, it, it tells you kind of how smart her character is. Oh, that, dude. Like, she's not like, to oh, not my God, freak what out? happened? Yeah. yeah, and she's got to walk past them, <clears throat> but see I think, her, like, dad dead in the hallway. That's the only reason she doesn't freak out, though. I think if she would have saw the brother right there, oh, she would have yeah, lost yeah. him. And then she's got to, like, got to walk up to Leon's door, and he's standing there looking through the peephole yeah. the entire time, just like, fuck, what do I do? What yeah. do I do? What do I do? And then I like, yeah, she's, like, ringing the buzzer, and the camera's just on her mm-hmm. face, and it's just, like... The dude's like looking at her, like, yeah. oh, who the fuck's this kid? Mm. Blah blah. And then you don't see him open the door, but like the light hits, hits her, her face, like, just oh. like, oh, like yeah. she just fucking got so like got saved. And yeah. then he pulls her inside, shuts the door. And uh, 
yeah, that that whole scene is just really the the tension there because one before the little brother gets killed, just like oh he's hiding and then he's got to get out. He ends up dying and then Matilda coming back and like barely getting away with yeah. with uh, with getting spotted by them. It was a great great scene. I also love the the part when he's shooting the dad like multiple times, right? Gary yeah, Oldman, yeah. and he's like he's like Stan. He's dead. <laughs> yeah, but he ruined my suit. <laughs> <laughs> it's just super pissed off about it. Uh, yeah. Um, then uh, immediately she finds out that he's a fucking hitman yeah. afterwards. And she takes it pretty well. Oh, yeah. Oh, I think because in her mind right away she's like, I'm going to get this guy to, to kill these fuckers, you know? I'm, maybe I'm reaching, but maybe she's thinking that far ahead already. She's, I think I think she's got like a one track mind on revenge in this mm-hmm. movie, so that probably it probably adds up. I mean, for she's sure. smart as fuck too. So yeah. she immediately goes, "I can maybe manipulate this guy." You know, there was something that I there, there's a lot of scenes, in, and I don't know if it's because because I have a book with like um, various artists that paint or do sketches of like movies but i'm like watching a lot of the scenes where she's first in his apartment with mm-hmm. like food and the plant and everything and it it they like the certain shots just look very like painting-esque yeah and i don't know what it is about like those scenes it just it just seems uh i don't know it's it's it they look like they're drawn like the the visuals in it are just really really strong and where her apartment seemed like really cluttered and gross mm. whenever she's with Leon everything seems to be like really nice and yeah. like put in like the right spot nothing's out of place or anything like that and I think that has a lot to do with like Leon and how his like how regimented he is and how everything has to be the same all the time yeah um but yeah I love I love the the conversation of of uh her and her and him talking about him being a a cleaner cleaner and then she immediately wants to get trained to be a cleaner. And then a great moment when he's like, uh, "No offense, you're a little girl. I don't, I don't mm-hmm. think you could do it." So he, she grabs a gun, Dude. just points it out the window, oh, just. <laughs> and then it immediately cuts to them like walking Why? on the street because <laughs> they can't, they can't stay there anymore. Um, one, she just did that, and two, if those guys come back looking for her, they're gonna find her right. for sure. Um. When they when they get to their new their new like hotel or apartment or whatever, mm-hmm. I love that when she because Leon can't read and she knows he can't, mm-hmm. so she 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 asks if she could fill out the paperwork you know or whatever. How I like filling these, which out. is like the dumbest like line or whatever. Because I just feel like what little girl would say something that stupid. But um, when she when he goes to meet her upstairs, she's like, hey. And she's like writing. She's like, "Oh, there's this. I'm putting in the name of this girl that I, that yeah. I don't like." And she's, you know, Matilda's. Like you said, she's really smart, and I think a lot of that has to do with how bad her life's been because mm-hmm. she's had to be the bigger sister to her little brother, and she hear she hears this very adult language and everything. But that the line when she's like, "Oh, um, if things go if things go south, then she'll take the heat," mm-hmm. and I feel like. That one She's thing, seen it, yeah. one, but that line that she says, I feel like that's just a line she heard mm. on TV. Oh yeah, and she's talking like an adult, and like I wrote it down. It's like no matter like how like bad your life is when you're a kid, 
everything still or how serious it is you're still a child so everything is still make believe like tv or cartoon even mm-hmm. though she just got her like fam- saw yeah. her family killed she's rationalizing it like oh this is what happens mm-hmm. on tv yes. or in movies yeah. or something so i'm going to say this cool line and like <laughs> get past it i don't know i just i just struck me as funny yeah. when, when she said it there's the par- we're, i think we're seeing with that like the parallels between her and leon yeah you know like she's had to grow up super fast even before she met him yeah yeah, yeah. and now she's like they're expediting that shit oh like, for sure for sure and that's probably what happened to him too. yeah and the, and like i said the the whole because you're like oh he probably never had like a childhood to mm-hmm. hold on to like the little parts of her that are still a kid um you know playing games or she's always i noticed a lot of transformers in this movie yeah um she's always watching transformers i love the part where she's watching it but like she wants to be older so when he comes in the room she switches it Mm. to like a talk show or something Mm -hmm. but um yeah the the, like he's got a real childlike essence to him in this movie like almost like a like a dullard obviously he can't read yeah and obviously he's speaking a language that's foreign to him Mm -hmm. or whatever but um, it, it reminds me of another movie. So Lupuson's French, Leon's French. Yeah. But um, one of my favorite movies, City of Lost Children. It's about this like strong man at a fair, and he's kind of like a dumb guy, and he befriends a little girl to help him find like his um his uh little brother that he lost. Mm. Um, and I I just thought it was funny because they're both French directors. The other one's a French film, and I was just like, what is it about? Like fucking like befriending a kid to like help to like thing. yeah kind of like that like um befriending a, befriending a kid to help you like manage through an adult world like it yeah. just it's it's kind of backwards but it, it just it, it seems to work in this movie and it definitely works in the other movie that i'm talking about mm-hmm. but um yeah the, the the scenes with her and leon you know i i really like the scene the first time when they go on top of the roof mm-hmm. uh and like him explaining like oh the when you start out, the further you are from the client, oh, the, yeah, yeah. the last thing you're going to learn is how to use a knife because yeah. that's when you get the closest and that's everything. Cool. Like yeah. those, those rules and those codes, like you said, like samurai style, yeah. that stuff to me is like just builds on the lore of like where he's been, how long he's been in the business. Even when he goes to see Tony and he's like, what do you need this for? Only, a- only amateurs yeah. use these and stuff like that. Um, just all that stuff's really, really cool. Yeah. Um, and like we said, the uh, the the scenes where he sh- because let's not forget the night she stays at the apartment the first night he's about to kill her, um, but as time goes on, like the scenes where they just start like bonding and like just they're having fun together when they're spraying each other with water and oh, yeah. Yeah, all that I stuff. That it's scene, just yeah. it just built it just builds like that relationship that they like actually care about each other that they could actually like you, you have this idea that they could be friends and be partners going forward like mm-hmm. later on in the movie um or like later on after when their lives go on in the future but um yeah matilda goes back to her to her apartment um and she finds out where stansfield is going mm-hmm. and where, where he works and everything and then she went back to get money, right? That was, yeah, that was she, money she she grabs found? she grabs like twenty grand yeah. from there, and then uh, she ruins the whole thing with their one apartment because yeah. she's like all in love with Leon, and he's like, "Dude, what the fuck are you doing?" Yeah. 
which rightfully so, they kicked him out of there, which I'm surprised they didn't fucking call the police right? on him or anything. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, just, just, uh, the one scene, the bathroom scene when he's talking, when Gary Oldman's talking to Natalie Portman in the bathroom. Oh, yeah. And he's trying to get out of her. He's like, oh, let me guess. Chinese. <laughs> no, maybe Italian food. <laughs> and like, it's crazy because it's a little girl. She's in the bathroom with the with the just a bag, but he already knows like, oh, somebody wants to kill me. I'm pretty sure it's these people. So, tell me the name of the chef that made it for me and all all that stuff. Like very very nuanced and very subtle mm-hmm. language that she's he's using. And then uh, when he's asking her like, oh, are you like afraid to die or do you want to die or whatever? All that stuff. Just he's just yeah. being so creepy and so. Th- evil. Does he know who she is right there? I don't know. You know, I think I, he has an idea. Yeah, I think, like there's another girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm pr- I'm pretty sure. Yeah, because she he asks at at, at first no yeah. because he asks her like why wh- how, what do I owe the pleasure like blah mm-hmm. blah and she's like oh you killed my little brother and then he's fucking like, mm-hmm. and then he realizes yeah. like oh I'm sorry about that and blah blah. Um, but yeah, that scene is really, really chilling. It's like su- suspenseful because at first you think, oh, she's, oh shit, is she going to blow it or like whatever. And then once she gets down to the last stall, the door be, but he knew she was coming. though. No. Yeah. Because yeah. he's behind the door. Yeah. He's behind the door waiting for her. Um, yeah, <coughs> Excuse me. that scene's really, really good. And then, uh, just pretty much after that. Leon saves her really quick, and then we go into the last, like, rescue... Or not rescue mission, like, uh, the last whole shootout at the I end like, of the movie. I like before that, though, real, real quick. Like, just a little bit before the shootout. Yeah. When they show um, how Leon um, is taking revenge, like, upon himself. And goes yeah. and kills um, Malky or Murky, whatever yeah, yeah, the fuck yeah, his yeah. name is. Uh-huh. And then you see how upset Stan is. He's, he's fucked. Yeah, he's, he's fucked up over that. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and then kills everyone else in the fucking room too. <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought that was cool that like he never said shit to her. Yeah, know, just, no, no, he was just gonna go just do it. For it. Yeah, kind of, kind of like doing her, doing her the favor, and he could tell her afterwards. So maybe she'll like not yeah. want to just go on a killing spree or yeah. whatever. Kind of like doing doing it for her. Um, but yeah, the last the last battle, last scene in the movie, or just couple scenes, whatever. Super gnarly. Um, I always thought it was so cool, like when they first show up to his apartment, and like the first few dudes go in there, and then like the other guys are behind the wall, and you just hear all this gunfire, mm-hmm. and then the door shuts, and it's just <laughs> like, oh, oh shit, fuck. yeah. And then they have to open the door and just walk in more, and then obviously, eventually, they show that he's like hiding above the door, dude, and fucking taking so dudes sick. out. That that that's another thing where I'm like, dude, why the fuck? Well. I guess he has to get Matilda out of, out of their hands, mm-hmm. but there's there's a lot of instances in movies where people are doing something and it's working, and then they stop, stop doing yeah. it. But it, I guess I answered my own question: is like he's got to get Matilda from them, so he's got to he's got to get down and, yeah. and and do all that. But yeah, that that entire whole ending part is just um, it's wild. It's super wild. It's cool too, though, when he comes down 
Yeah, yeah. And is shooting upside down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then has the the core strength to pull himself back up. That's what all those fucking those sit-ups, sit-ups are yeah, for, bro. But I love that, though. That's yeah, why no, I, it's... it's, it's <coughs> it shows I'm, you, because you're like, like, that's hard as fuck. And I'm, how how and can I'm, he do that? I'm thinking that, too. What, what's great about that, that tactic is that if he kills everybody that's there, the mm-hmm. next people that come... They they're not they can't be like well what happens like, yeah. everybody's dead yeah. so you're not gonna fucking know where the hell this guy is where he's shooting from or anything like that but yeah uh, I love I love also that uh, the knocking they're like oh is there a, a code or a knock that mm-hmm. so they know and then Matilda obviously gives them the wrong thing so they go up there thinking they're gonna <laughs> fucking get the drop on them and then he just unloads yeah. on everybody in the hallway. <sighs> Oh, uh, also, I love the fucking when he when he gets Matilda back and he leaves the guy there and shoots the water and then oh, fucking yeah. they're like he killed him, so they start unloading yeah. and just fucking <laughs> light up that dude. He's like, <laughs> so good. Or before when he has the gun to his head, he goes, "You see him? You see? Is he there?" He's like, "Yeah, yeah he's right he's here. here. He's got a gun to my head." <laughs> yeah, so good. Um yeah, and then obviously snipers outside the window. Yeah, they're they're lighting up the place, and then uh, Leon's trying to get Matilda out of there. That that whole putting her in there, and she's just like, "No, I don't want to go." You, you see it in so many different movies. Yeah, but it's done so well. This here. is the best one. It's it's basically no, it's not the best. No, one. what's the best one? T two. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the best one. Okay. Uh, is this the most heartwarming one though? Because the way he's like moving the hair out of her face, yeah, it's like, really, it's like, like really like give, d- doing a fatherly thing. Yeah, like, dude, like, he it's like yeah. saying goodbye to your daughter yeah. or like little loved one. You yeah. just like fuck, and he and he pretty much knows no, like not fuck, I'm again. not gonna get out of this live. Yeah. Pretty much lying, lying to him, lying to her, lying mm-hmm. to himself or whatever. But yeah, what a what a fucking performance that a little Natalie Portman dude. in that part. She's like just covered in tears and snot and everything, and he's just telling her like. Don't worry, I love you. I'll meet you at Tony's house or mm-hmm. Tony's place, and we'll just go the two of us and everything. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's fucking. At this point, they're loading up that giant ass like yeah. RPG and shit again. Kind of like the thing in fucking Fifth Element. Yeah, yeah. When it's they very, shoot very, that much, fucking very rocket. much like the fuck. Um, hey, if it works, don't fix it. Um, but yeah, he throws the plant. He he gets his plant. Gets his plant. Yeah. Throws it down. Puts Matilda in there. Drops her down the shaft and then turns around, does that battle cry. I got that here. I fucking love that. And I love you don't even see his mouth. Yeah. It's from like the nose up. Yeah. And it's like got that like one eye (laughs) view and he's just like, you're like, holy shit. And then obviously probably one of the, I I feel like there's like two really famous lines from this movie. Or no, like three. Um, There's no women, no children. Mm Uh the always like this one mm-hmm. and then fucking bring me everyone what do you mean everyone everyone <laughs> yeah dude <laughs> gary oldman just doing gary oldman dude. stuff just so crazy he's doing al pacino yeah he's turning up al pacino pretty a much bit, you know um but yeah just just that whole part's fucking awesome and then i remember seeing the movie as a young kid and he's like oh he's the fucking guy in the mask he's gonna get out and then you see it's it's leon mm-hmm. and as soon as he gets up and starts walking out i was like oh he's gonna make it but the music it's like this little piano piece yeah. and every time it ascends it descends even mm-hmm. quicker and i was like i don't think he's gonna get out of mm-hmm. here i don't think he's gonna get out of here well, especially not gonna... when stan stansfield sees him yeah yeah, goes, yeah oh this motherfucker yeah um so matilda gets out and 
you know, I didn't I didn't know what was going to happen. I wanted Stansfield to get his, but when uh, Leon gets shot when he's walking out, Stansfield's following him. Yeah. I was like, this can't. Something's got to happen. Like this guy yeah. can't get away. No, yeah. And like, w- what happens is just fucking Great. pure like cool movie like yeah. movie writing. It's like oh, just. He puts something in his hand. Like, I could just see it on the page. Like, he grabs Stanfield's hand and puts something in there. And yeah. you see the line. This is from Matilda. Stan- Stanfield opens his hand, just sees a pin, yeah. opens up his jacket, bunch <laughs> of fucking <laughs> grenades. Shit. <laughs> Boom! Just blows up. Oh, man. Like, so good. that's the kind of stuff in movies as a kid and as I got older. When you can write something like that and put it on a page and you could just, or like, see a movie. And then, like, when I think about how things are written, that stuff's just fun. It's yeah. just a fun thing to like. I, I imagine being like a studio it, executive or somebody like reading that script for the first time and just being like, "Oh hell yeah!" And then it, you, it's something of the time. Like, oh, with for all sure. the big explosions. Yeah, because we, we we've talked about this already about grenades. They don't do that. No, but it just works in yeah. this movie. But this one might because there's like ten of them. Oh yeah, there yeah. there is there is. And if it hit a gas main or something, because that's a huge ass explosion yeah, that comes. But outside. also. Those those would have blown up way sooner. Oh, way sooner. He takes a while to it get took so long. Yeah, I was thinking about that. Yeah. This, that, that as well. It's yeah. like, oh, this is from. You got three seconds. I think. I think that's what. I the think time the longest is. is like ten. Ten? Yeah. I think. I think the longest you have is like ten seconds. Mm. Even then, he still. It still yeah, wouldn't it would have been, been enough time. Yeah. Um. But yeah, just what a great, <clears throat> uh, a great way to fucking take down. Um, and. Gary Oldman getting blown up again. Yeah. This movie yeah. and the other one at, yeah. at, at the hands of at the hands of a bomb yeah, uh, as Zorg. But yeah, uh, just just a great, great little uh, cherry on the cherry on top of the ice cream in that part. Mm-hmm. It's it's a really really cool way to get back at him. You know, we want Leon to live. We yeah. want him to help Matilda and be there with Matilda. But you know. What a life he lived. He did. He did his job. Yeah, he did his job. He did his job. He's good. He, he gets did, to rest now. He can go. He yeah. gets to rest. Um, unanswerable questions. Is uh, the orphanage where Matilda goes to? Is that the orphanage from Matilda? And <laughs> that's the that's the in and out sequel to this movie. Oh, that's funny. Um, nah. nah, nah. Okay. What about this one? Does Matilda stay in the school or does she become a hitman? afterwards i think she stays for a while yeah because that girl goes do you know her that girl's gonna befriend her yeah they become friends for sure you know what you're talking about yeah yeah Yeah. no they're sitting on the steps yeah at at any point do you think she turns back to the life of like murdering people she grows up probably later she's got to go back to 20 and also a hundred dollars Tony gives her i know he's that's what i'm saying he's a scumbag yeah Hundred dollars. I would have been like, dude, I gave you I twenty thousand dollars I had in my hand earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Scumbag. Um, there's something else that I wanted to ask too. Uh how much money do you think Leon had with Tony? Five thousand ahead. He said he'd been working working for him for years. Yeah. I don't know. Five hundred thousand? A million? Maybe something around there. I was think I was thinking like two fifty, something, I don't know. It's a lot, of, a lot of killing. Yeah, it's a lot of killing. Um, yeah, that's yeah. Because he said when he came to him, he was just a kid. Yeah, 
and in the movie he's like, he's like he's 40, like 40 something. something yeah. yeah yeah you're right um how about this uh what is your favorite scene in this movie i i'm a sucker for sequences when like someone's teaching somebody something okay I really like when he's when he finally gives in and starts teaching her the ways. How to clean? Yeah, yeah. I think it's cool as fuck. Like the whole kind of like training montage yeah. of her, and she's like getting tired of. Like, All yeah. we do is work. Yeah. yeah, I like the. Yeah, you're right. I like the. Um, no thanks. Not. Uh, yeah. What does he say? Uh, not a fucking. I can't remember. It's not negotiable or something. Oh, not negotiable. Yeah. yeah, that's what he says. And she's got to drink the milk. Yeah, that that whole sequence is really cool. And, and I, they're, cl- they're cleaning the guns. And yeah. Everything. And I thought. I made this up in my head, obviously, because it's not in the movie. But when he keeps putting the plan out, and she keeps putting the plan out, yeah. I thought somewhere, eventually, there she puts one, and there's two. That's what I thought. You know what? I kind of, I, I kind of remembered yeah. that as a kid too. But yeah, yeah, you, yeah you're right. It doesn't yeah. happen. She's taking care of his plan. Mm-hmm. Um. Also, okay, so that's your favorite part. If I had to go with something. It might be it might be might be the last scene, but specifically when he's putting her into the shoe. Yeah, it's, it's just it's just yeah. like him him getting get him getting her back and like like hugging her and everything, or like even when when he gets her from the office and she jumps and she hugs him and they show their feet and like she's like oh, off the yeah. floor and everything. Yeah. But him getting her back in that moment and then like him being like oh i'm gonna get us out of here or whatever and she's like okay you're gonna get us out and then once she gets in there she's like dude i can barely fit in here like i can't go like that Mm -hmm. whole part i think is just really really it's very t2 reminiscent Mm -hmm. and that's like one of the moments that pulls out my heartstrings the most yeah and yeah it's it's a it's heart-wrenching and you kind of know he's not going to get out of there so that makes it even worse especially if you've seen the movie already right um but yeah it's it's that's probably my favorite part in the whole movie and I, it's not a favorite part, but I do like. Obviously, besides you know the, the scenes where he takes out the cops and in yeah, the beginning yeah. he takes out that whole squad. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean that shit's cool, but it's you know, I like I like when he has his his uh, interaction with Tony, because it goes back to what we were saying about Leon. Like he's like very childish almost. Yeah, yeah. And like he's like a kid asking his parent for, for money, money or yeah. for something. permission like, to do he's something. Very like um, you know, uh, when uh, yeah, that you're right, and and that's kind of what we said coming into this is like there's action bits in this movie, but the the char- like the character development that we get and just and just the interactions between Leon and Matilda separate with other people or with each other it's just it's super endearing and you you get a very clean idea why these two people need each other yeah and why they're so they're you know they're willing to help each other she's willing to help him read and do his laundry and shit and why he's willing to like help like take care of her and everything Mm -hmm. it's it's just a really really nice um nice little situation they got going on uh, she she doesn't have that same shyness when talking. No, to Tony. not no, not at all. <laughs> yeah, not at all. Or talking to anybody really. Yeah. She can talk yeah. to whoever. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's it's um it's great. If you had to pick a character in this movie, who's your favorite character in the movie? Leon. Leon. Yeah. Yeah. Leon's my favorite as well. 
Stansfield. And then I'd say Stansfield. Stansfield is a little bit too deplorable for me to like, but it yeah. just just Gary Oldman's performance is, oh, yeah. is fucking fantastic. But if we're going just like off the merit of character in this, I would definitely go Leon for yeah. sure. We didn't we didn't mention uh, or maybe you're going to that pill that he takes. Yeah, I was gonna bring it up, but I don't know what the fuck he's taking. Yeah, what would make it the fact that he's always and gotta, the way he yeah he's gotta crack that. It. That that has got to be his own genius, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I feel like, yeah. I don't I don't know. He's got to lean back and yeah. crack it, and then it's just. Oh. Yeah, I, I can't I can't think of any chasing his pants. Any sub, substance that hits your mouth that like that Fast. quickly, and yeah. then you have that immediate reaction, yeah. unless it's like fucking pure heroin in there or something yeah. like that. I don't know. God, dude. Every time it seems so painful. It's yeah. Just, yeah, yeah, almost like he's like transforming into yeah. like a monster or mm-hmm. something, something like that. It's just really strange. I'm I'm almost positive that was a Gary Oldman like oh, thing that, that he did. Um, but yeah, so we said we said uh, fucking um, we said Leon for both our favorite characters. Mm-hmm. All right, well, hardest hardest one, question of all. I got one more thing. What what what? what? I don't want to make this like it's my idea because it's not. Okay, but. <clears throat> it made me think of uh you know that that page on instagram scene scene in mine or something scene mine you you follow it i'm pretty sure okay um i'll send you the link later okay but it, it has a, a a grid of the movies and villains that drink milk uh-huh and they're like what is it with these villains that drink milk like anton sugar clockwork orange um homelandy yeah, Homelander was on there. Yeah. yeah, and someone else. Leon also drinks milk in this movie a lot. Yeah, and, I mean, we like him. He's nice, but he's he's pretty crazy too. I yeah, mean, he, I mean, technically, if, if you were if you were a family member of anybody that he's ever killed, you would view him as a villain. Oh, you'd hate him. Yeah. yeah. So, what is that? Do you think they're just following Clockwork Orange because it's all about violence and like chaos and shit, and they just happen to be the first? Or is there something about like these guys being so crazy and milk being like a nourishing thing when you're a child I think, that they didn't have like a childhood? No, like, I think I, I think I think I uh, think with with Leon, especially in the '90s, everybody remembers the Got Milk commercials. There's yeah. this big, huge campaign that milk is really, really That's good, bullshit. really, really good for you, and everything like that. And we know now that it's bullshit. So when it comes to Anton Sugar and when it comes to uh, Homelander, I think people realize I fucking a tall glass of cold milk. I fucking love it. But with you sick, but fuck. with with like uh, like <laughs> like after I've dumped a few cookies in it, I'm never oh, just gonna grab a glass yeah. of milk and drink it like that. But a lot of people just don't like milk anymore at all. And I think that they've tapped into the idea that milk is for not human consumption so my dad forced me to drink milk when i was a kid uh-huh and my dad hated milk but yet made me fucking drink it every probably day. because of those fucking commercials and then but didn't make my sister or my brother drink it well you need to be strong but well only... fucking look at you and look at them they're maybe like you were like fucking six feet six inches shorter than you you're fucking tall as hell maybe it worked yeah Damn. well shit hmm. thank well, you dad well um yeah, but so he made me drink it all those years. I hated it. Like I'd be drinking it, crying as I'm drinking it, you know. Um, and a few years ago, I stopped drinking milk. Yeah, like cold turkey. Cold turkey. But I wouldn't even drink it up until then. 
only time I would have dairy milk would be in cereals. In cereals. Yeah. But now I I don't drink it at all, uh-huh. at all. Like it's either almond milk, coconut, or oat. Um, but yeah, like I see that shit and it fucking grosses me out. Yeah. Like I, it, immediately, I'm just like, oh, I love it. Nasty French toast. Yeah, cookies. What kind of milk do you like? Two percent? No, fuck guy? you. No, that's what I grew. You gotta, up, you gotta have whole milk. That's what bro. I grew up drinking with two, the blue cap. Two percent yeah. is for fucking bitch ass bowels. That's what that's for. <laughs> you gotta drink whole milk or nothing. I never had. I never. I never had that. What's the difference? It just tastes better. But two. It's like like if fucking I put. So think of a glass, and then I put two percent milk in there, and the rest of it's fucking water. Oh. yeah. Anyway. Okay. Like I said, end of the podcast, gotta gotta do the hard question now. I'm a producer, you're a producer, we get our hands on the IP, the rights to the professional. Are you making a sequel, a prequel, or a remake? Sequel. A sequel. Yeah. Natalie Portman as a professional. Yeah. That's where I'm going to. Yeah. It would be it would be interesting to see Leon younger, but I yeah. I I think it would be a lot harder story to tell and make it um not disappointing. What if we did? You show Leon as a kid, uh-huh. a little bit. Yeah, you show almost him, like a Godfather two yeah, type deal. Show him come to New York yeah. or New Jersey, wherever they are. Yeah, see Tony, uh-huh. and then somehow fade into Natalie Portman as an adult. Yeah, and she's like contract killer, yeah. killer for hire. Yeah, just just so we get so everybody's happy. You get so, a little bit of Leon. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then from her on, I'd like, yeah, I'd like, I'd like a lot of, a uh, lot of Leon references yeah. in my sequel. Maybe her, she talks to Leon still mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, she talks to the plant. She's got a plant. She talks to the plant as yeah. if it's Leon. Be nice. Or, what if they don't make their own movie, but we get a cameo of her in the next John Wick movie? Stupid. <laughs> nah, I don't want that. I don't, I don't want this movie tainted by. Where John Wick has gone. Hey, I like John Wick. I like the first two. The last one kind of jumped the shark for me. I don't, I don't really like it all that much anymore. Action f- scenes are cool. Don't yeah. get me wrong, but I think the whole I think it's hurt at hurt it as a like larger universe yeah. as the further it's gone on. But yeah, anyway, um, that's the professional. We got through this one. Um, guys, thank you for listening. Sorry things have been so hectic, but we're going to yeah. try to get ourselves back on track here when when you guys over again. Um, have some big news coming pretty soon, so stay tuned for that. And, uh, yeah. yeah, you can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at putagainmen underscore pod. Tell your friends, tell your family, family if they like movies and they like talking about movies and hearing people talk about movies. This is the podcast for them. Other than that, also send us some suggestions. Have we gotten any suggestions? We've gotten a couple. Yeah, um, any good ones? No. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Send us suggestions. Interact with us on the Instagram. Whatever we like talking to you guys. So uh, yeah. Other than that, I'm Steve Valdez, Jason Brunes, and we will see you at the movies next week, guys. Later.